Hi, filmmakers. Jason Brubaker with Filmmaking Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Today, I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California. Actually, whenever I record these, uh, most times I am talking to you from sunny Southern California, so that's not so new. Um, But what I do want to talk to you about today is I want to share some tips and tactics on what you need to know about traditional film acquisitions. Uh, This is an important part of the filmmaking process, and if you're just getting to know me, um, you might be asking, yourself like who's this Jason Brubaker guy and what qualifies him to talk to me about traditional film acquisitions so um, my last role, I was the manager of film acquisitions for a company called Chill. We were funded in part by William Morris Endeavor. Uh, prior to that, I was the director of operations for the popular video-on-demand aggregator, Distribber. And um, prior to that, I made some feature films um, and took them to market. And using a lot of the tactics I talk about, I uh, was able to uh, successfully get them out in front of uh, some audiences. So anyway, all of that to say, I'm a big proponent of... Um, preparing for your movie, even if it's in the can or even if you're just thinking about your initial movie idea. Um, And you'll hear that theme a lot with me. I'm all about entrepreneurial filmmaking. I hate asking for permission to make, market, and sell any product, especially motion pictures. So let's get into the heart of today. Here's what you need to know about film acquisitions. Um, In the old model, film acquisitions, what it meant was you would make a movie and you would give it up to a distributor for years at a time. And in exchange for giving up your movie, you would receive either cash advance or a minimum guarantee or a back-end percentage of all sales. You would then move on to your next project. And the distributor would would do all of that, you know, crazy business stuff that you don't want to do. And, um, you know, they would – if they're – they were good, they would send you a quarterly statement to let you know how much money you were making, how much they owed you, and uh, they deduct all the expenses, and you would get whatever was left over. So, you know, frankly, this film acquisitions model worked for generations, and the reason it worked is because back then, back in the old days, um, the idea of giving up your movie to a distributor meant that, you know, it, it, the deal, the entire deal, it revolved around access, and giving up your movie meant that you could uh, get your movie into theaters or video stores or big box retailers like Walmart or um, Best Buy or um, Blockbuster Video or Hollywood Video, <laughs> and um, you know because you could get that kind of placement in these marketplaces. Um, That was valuable because, frankly, doing so requires a significant upfront investment, and that's why back in the day, only a select few movies garnered a traditional distribution deal. Um, Digital video-on-demand distribution has forever changed the the paradigm. The entire film acquisitions game uh, has completely been turned on its head, and people are still out there pretending nothing's changed, um, which is crazy. So what's happened now is, unlike the old days when you had to actually have a physical product manufactured, shipped, uh, put into retail stores, marketed, sold from those retail stores, and then you had somewhere to take all of the – all of the inventory that didn't sell, you had to warehouse it somewhere. I mean, there were considerable expenses involved in a physical product, but with modern digital video on demand, you know, getting your movie distributed into these marketplaces is no longer such a big deal. In fact, these marketplaces aren't even exclusive. So what that means is you, as a filmmaker, you can get your movies into popular video on demand marketplaces without utilizing a traditional distributor. But here's the, here's the kicker. 
Just because you can access popular video-on-demand marketplaces does not necessarily mean that your movie's going to sell. But here's the thing. If you take time to plan out your marketing, your sales, and your distribution strategy right now while your movie's still an idea or you're still in production or you're getting closer and closer to the marketplace, you know, you might do well. You might create some good business. You might even make a little bit of money. So talking a little bit more about film acquisitions, you know, this is a point when I'm having these conversations, filmmakers always ask me, how much money can I make in digital? How much money can I make in digital? Now, look, I understand the question. I understand why you're wondering how much money you can make in digital, but I'm here to tell you that that is a very misguided question. It is absolutely the wrong question to ask. How much money can you make in digital? Um, because it's based on the old paradigm, right? You might say, like, oh, if I get my movie into uh, into um, uh, blockbuster video, how much money can I, can I make? Well, um, you could then kind of figure out, okay, blockbuster video is going to take anywhere from like 3000 to 10,000 DVDs if you're lucky. And you could out of that extrapolate the cost minus expenses. Um, and you could figure out a bit of how much of a margin you would make and distributors would know this. They'd have it down to a science. But right now what we're dealing with is a virtual shelf space. Where this inexpensive, you know, data, this inexpensive bandwidth allows filmmakers to just fill the marketplace with all sorts of backyard indies. The barriers to entry are so low. And on top of that, there's more and more product being created every day. I mean, you take, you take, you go down to your local electronics store and for $2,000 you can buy a camera that produces cinematic results. So you put it all together and the marketplace is just flooded. It is flooded with noise, and so you have to kind of figure out how to rise above the noise. So I want to be very clear with you. Film distribution, that means getting your movie actually out in the marketplace, is not at all your problem. It's not. Film distribution has now become a commodity. There's nothing special about it, nothing interesting about it. It's just, hey, you want to get your movie on iTunes? Well, here's how you do it kind of thing. Um, and with limited or with unlimited virtual shelf space, which is you know again it's infinite, you, you know your movie revenues they're going to be determined by not actually getting onto a popular marketplace. Your movie revenues are going to be determined by your ability to source and directly market your movie to your target audience. So what this means for you is stop thinking about traditional film acquisitions. It's a fuddy-duddy game. It's old school. If you're going to explore a traditional film acquisition deal, you know, if, you, if, if you're going to actually do it, your distributor better have a much better game plan for reaching your desired target audience than you do. Because i got to tell you something. A lot of these guys out there will tell you that they're going to tweet and they got a huge Facebook following and they're going to share your movie with um, all the other people that are on their list and what have you. But here's the deal. If you look closely, a lot of these people... A lot of these distributors have a list that markets to their clients, and their clients are other filmmakers. Other filmmakers, for the most part, are not your target audience. So, you know, if you go with a traditional deal, you got to make sure that your distributor has something um, that's called a segmented list. And what that means is they would have an email list, but they would know within that list who their horror fans are or who their documentary fans are or who their um, romantic comedy fans are, that kind of thing. So you have 
have to have a distributor that has a segmented list, and you have to find out, you know, what is their real strategy for marketing? Do they just do blind email blasts? Okay, well, what's their open rate? And what's their click-through rate? You know, all of these things all factor into whether or not you should move forward with a particular distributor. Because I got to tell you something, hubris, hubris will not sell your movie. There's a lot of distributors out there that are like, hey, we've been in business for 500 gazillion years and we're awesome and we know everything. Okay, well, how is that going to help you move more units of your movie? So here's the deal. To become a successful filmmaker, you got to stop incorporating the prospect of film acquisitions into your business plan. What you got to do instead is you got to think about yourself as an entrepreneurial filmmaker. This means that you become fully invested in the promotion of your movie from the time that it's an idea the whole way through production into post-production into the actual marketplace. And at the very least... This is going to include building a strong social media footprint, a robust mailing list, Facebook and Twitter followers, and whatever other social media comes into vogue. I, lately, I've been testing Pinterest. You wouldn't think much of it, but I've got to tell you, it's a visual medium, and I've been generating a lot of internet traffic through that, uh, through that tool. So, look, every movie is a little bit different, but you are responsible for coming up with your initial marketing plan. Um, for those of you that are interested in finding out more about how to sell your movie, just visit howtosellyourmovie.com. And as always, I love it when I get an email from you, so please feel free to drop me a line. I am Jason at filmmakingstuff.com. Jason at filmmakingstuff.com. I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.